0: We look to society to define what it looks like to be a good mom instead of putting your blinders up and saying, what do I think is being a good mom for my unique family? What's the vision that I have with my husband on how life works? What we're striving towards and allowing things to work around that, not the other way around. Like, Oh, for me to be a good mom, I have to make everything from scratch. And for me to be a good mom, I have to sign up for all the volunteer activities at school and sign them up for all the different sports and burnout central. Mama, Let's reimagine mom life together. Mama House Goals is your hub for relatable support and helpful resources that help you fuel yourself alongside motherhood. Your identity is bigger than mom and whatever your goals are, Together, we're making them a reality. The biggest thing that can trip people up when they go to accomplish their goals or go after a dream or they get excited about something is when they want to go and tell someone about it that's closest to them and they're not as supportive as we'd like them to be or they don't understand or you're scared to tell them about it in general. And I'm super excited to bring this resource from the Mama's Business Blueprint to you today. Because Michelle Percha is a marriage coach, a wife, a mom of three, and after struggling in her relationships, she realized that behind every successful marriage, there are essential skills that people need to have, skills that become even more important once you have kids and become even more important when you're pursuing your goals, dreams, or a business. She has a passion for helping parents nurture their marriages so they can thrive while navigating the daily challenges that come with life and raising kids and businesses and whatever else. She helps parents shift away from co-parenting roommates and having arguments that go nowhere to be able to enjoy your marriage while the kids are still young and have a marriage that serves for a model on how a healthy relationship works all the way up into the old years when you can support each other. I'm super excited to have Michelle's perspective in not just how to go from a place that maybe you're in a relationship you're not feeling supported and how you can work through that, or how you can nurture a good relationship to last the length of time. Also, how you can stand up for your dreams, goals, visions, and what you want to achieve and what's next for you. So this is a great conversation. If you're looking for more support around pursuing what is on your heart, listen in because Michelle is a great resource. If you choose to join the Mama's Business Blueprint, you get to book a one-hour call with Michelle where she can support you in exactly where you're at with your dreams and goals right now. So dive in and listen. So much fun. Michelle, from our launch event and you just like stealing the crowd with all your takeaways to now working together in so many other ways. Always good to have you here. So thanks for being here and pouring into us. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited. We know that it is so hard to do life alone. And so often some of us are grateful to have a partner. But sometimes that partner can bring stress too. And Especially if things aren't going well or you're going after your goals and it's not in line with your partner, there creates like all these dynamics. So I'm super excited to just break down what that's looked like, but I wanna first just get a quick snippet on how you got to helping women doing this. A lot of personal experience and struggles and a lot of wanting to help people not have to go through the same struggles for as long or just like wanting to really help them set their life up for success, for satisfaction, joy, and also let that ripple out to their kids so they know how to have healthy, successful relationships. And then everyone around them to just raise the bar on what it means to have a healthy relationship and not just accept status quo like, oh, marriage is hard, and just normalize all these struggles when really there's a solution to them. And it's about learning the skills to have a healthy, successful marriage. Yes. And what I love that you bring up is like specifically the word relationship and how that can ripple into your kids. Because just like our goals, when we lead by example, then our children can see that from us. And relationship doesn't just mean like you and your husband or your partner. It is your relationships in your life. So your relationships with yourself, your kids, like everyone else. And obviously, you specifically work typically with married couples but it starts with you, right? So let's talk a little bit about that. Like, how do we ha- give a little tough love that it starts with you? Yeah, everyone can relate to this. As moms, we often put ourselves last. We give ourselves the crumbs or maybe not even anything at all. And we start to see that life becomes and feels hard, right? The tantrums, the the arguments with your spouse, and it just seems overwhelming, And sometimes we just put a bandaid on it. Oh, if I communicate better, then it will change. Or if I'm calmer with my child and I spend more time with them, then it'll feel easier. But we're not taking a look at it holistically. We need to back up and be like, what is the common denominator here? It's my well-being. So that's where you come into play. When you take care of yourself, it's easier for you to be like, oh, I remember this is how I want to communicate. Instead of being in this place where you don't have the capacity to pull out your communication tools, show up as someone who's understanding, compassionate, clear, and assertive, and take everything personally instead, and do that back and forth, and allow the conversation to spiral into something that it's not even related to the original issue, and not view your partner as a teammate, but your enemy, that all comes back down to, what are you available for? Same with your kids. And so when we do things to help ourselves to proactively do things to help our well-being, right? I talk about reactive self-care and proactive self-care. We need to do more of that proactive stuff, right? Yes, it's great to go get massages, take a bath, all that stuff, but that's always in reaction to, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm stressed, I need a reset, right? But there are things that we can do to set ourselves up to live life proactively, right? I'm talking boundaries. I'm talking making decisions that will help you get to where you want to go sooner. And, and even just who you surround yourself with, yeah. what thoughts you're thinking, how you talk about yourself and to yourself, that's real self-care. And when you do that type of self-care, that proactive type, it gets to build on itself and life gets to be easier, not easy, but easier And it helps you have that capacity to show up as the connected, compassionate, playful wife, to show up as the present mom who's ready to play, who's ready to listen and not be like, Can you stop talking with all these (laughs) questions? Can you just leave me alone? Can I get five seconds in the bathroom? Like when we feel like that outer reality, when our relationships feel challenging, that's a mirror being held up to you being like, hey, you need to take some time to take care of you. Yeah. And I remember I'm so close with my husband and I remember someone telling me sometimes he can be your best friend, but you can't expect him to be everything for you. Like you have to understand that. And I honestly, at that point, didn't think we had any issues. Right. But I remember talking to someone like, oh yeah, my husband's like my everything. And I remember that person responded. She's like, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? And I think that it's important to understand like you don't have to have a bad partnership or a bad relationship to look at where you can improve things too. And you have to, like you said, hold the mirror up and say, okay, what am I relying on someone else for? That's not actually fair for them to have to provide me. And if you're not, like you said, doing that proactive self-care, or that proactive self-fulfillment, or that proactive goal-searching, soul-searching, whatever it is that you want to do, you're now relying on someone else to bring that to you. And that's actually not fair. We don't want other people to rely on us for that because it would burn us out. And it's not fair for us to want that from other people. So how does that show up with your clients? And that they're maybe not in a state where they're like, oh my God, life is so challenging, but you're hearing some things that you're like, okay, but we're not setting ourselves up for success for the long haul. Yeah, so a lot of this comes with what they are choosing to do and assuming that they have to do them. Especially as moms, we look to society to define what it looks like to be a good mom instead of putting your blinders up and saying, what do I think is being a good mom for my unique family? What's the vision that I have with my husband on how life works, what we're striving towards and allowing things to work around that, not the other way around like, oh, for me to be a good mom, I have to make everything from scratch. And for me to be a good mom, I have to sign up for all the volunteer activities at school and sign them up for all the different sports and burnout central. How about you leverage what you're good at, what your kids actually wanna do What would help the overall well-being of your family and go from there, right? For us, I learned that I don't like to pack the weekends. We'll have one organized thing each day at max because I love to leave room for spontaneity, for those last minute plans that we can come up with. Oh, friends are wondering what we're doing. Oh, come on by. I don't want to trap myself and feel like I'm just going from one place to another because that's pretty much what's going on during the week, right? between Mm -hmm. school, drop off and pick up, and school activities and extracurriculars, I want the weekends to be about us being together. So what does that look like? Right. Go back to what your intentions are and what you desire for your family and let that be the driver. Yeah. I love that you bring up the common vision. We talk about that so much because if you guys aren't aligned where you want to go, then that makes it really challenging. Now, for women that are interested in this program that you're going to be a resource for and they can connect with you one-on-one, maybe they've started a business or maybe they just have an idea and their vision isn't being well-explained or well-received to their partner or the other people in their life. How can someone pursue what's right for them when the people that are closest to them and have to be connected with their life maybe aren't understanding yet? Yeah. So I love this topic. I actually talk about it a lot about how to build a business without breaking your marriage. And it all comes down to what's your approach? A lot of times when we want our partner to understand something, it's very much of a pushing nature. Mm -hmm. Take all this stuff I'm giving you and receive it with open arms. But that's not always the result, right? A lot of times they're going to be like, what does this mean for me? Right. And we forget to consider What's their experience of it? What are their fears? What do you think they're thinking? Most of the time, it is something that they're scared of, whether it's like, well, what does this mean for our quality time? Does this mean you're going to be working 24 7? I'm never going to see you and you're going to be cranky all the time. You're just going to be yelling at the kids and you're not going to hang out with me. That doesn't look appealing. Or does it look like, well, you're starting to really want to invest big money on things. What does that mean for our family? Because It kind of looks like it's not guaranteed and I have these grand plans because it's important for me to provide for our family and you're depleting that account. Mm -hmm. Or afraid you're going to fail and I don't want that for you so I'm going to protect you by playing devil's advocate and bringing up all these other things. And all of this stems from fear and it can look like they're not supporting you. So what I would suggest that you do is try and get down to what's the root of the problem here. It's not that they don't wanna cheer you on. Obviously, if you chose the right partner, they want you to succeed. They want Mm. you to play full out as your best self. And if this is something that you're truly passionate about, I urge you to slow down, pause and reflect on, what could it be? Because I know this man is here for me. I know that he supported me in all the other endeavors. What is different about this that I can touch on so I can open up the space, a safe space, for him to air out all his concerns so we can tackle it together as a team instead of just assuming, which our brains love to do, that he's just being an a-hole? Yeah. Now, something I really admire about you is you show up for your business and your client's so big And you are crushing it when it comes to like mom doing her thing with goals. But you also have some hard boundaries for family, like when you play game night, when you make sure that you are there for family turned off and doing that. And that is really important. It's important to make sure that you make time for all your things. And in the class we have coming up, we I call this the three piece to profit. And I talk about your people, your personal and your professional. And you do this so well. So how did you get from a place that you were like, okay, we're working on our marriage. Now I'm going to help people do the same because I've been able to unlock some secrets. And now I also make sure that I balance all of my things to make sure I'm not getting burnt out in one area and I'm juggling the balls in a way that feels good. What are some of the ways that you maybe went through the dips of not having good boundaries to making sure you have good ones now? Yeah, I definitely had those dips for sure. I had those moments where every day felt like the same thing happening over and over again. And it felt like we as a family weren't moving the needle in the direction that we wanted it to. It was just like grinding. And it was like, what are we doing here? I don't even look forward to the next day because it's just going to be the same stuff over and over again. Stress, more stress, and then even more stress, and then go to sleep and then do it all over again. And so it really took this feeling of this kind of sucks, this life sucks. Like I love us, I love our life, but the way we're doing it sucks. So we had to really start being intentional about what is it that we desire? Going back to that vision, how do we want to develop our relationships with our kids? what type of marriage do we want to have when the kids are gone and the buffers are out of the way and we actually have a good amount of time to talk without being interrupted or having to do something and having squirrel brain because someone walked by asking for a snack, right? Yeah. You really have to hunger down and be like, okay, this is what's important to us. When we're old and gray, we want to still be playful. We still want to be best friends. We still want to have that like intimacy alive in us. What does that look like for us to get there? Reverse engineer the process. Okay, to get there, we can't just be like, pause for 18 years, right? We have to actively continue to connect with each other. What does that look like? Checking in with each other, spending quality time together, prioritizing connection, and not taking for granted your relationship because the only guaranteed relationship is the one with your kids. Your marriage, while it feels stable, It's not always stable, right? We go through ups and downs, and they don't have to be there with you, just like you don't have to be there with them. It's easier, but if the life that you want isn't of being co-parenting roommates, where you're just like, okay, let's talk about the house. Let's talk about what projects we're working on. Let's talk about kid stuff. and You have to leave room for you guys. Because you guys are the bedrock of the family. It's because of you too that the family even exists. So make sure you are nurturing that on a regular basis and making that a priority. So what does that look like for me? That looks like having set days for us to do something. We don't set up like, okay, this is what we're going to do on this day and this is what we're going to do on that day, but leaving space for whatever that looks like. It could mean playing a card game. We've been liking Monopoly bit because it's fast, it's fun, it's playful, competitive, or we'll watch a show together and cuddle in bed and just doze off together, whatever. It gets to be different every time. But in order for us to have the time and energy to do that, which is like the biggest complaint from most women is like, well, you know, I just don't, I don't have the time or the energy or I just don't feel like we're in a good place for me to want to plan that. It mm-hmm. all comes back to you, right? Like if that's your intention to connect, you cannot run yourself ragged, deplete yourself of all your energy and be like, sorry, hubby, I'm tapped out. We'll try again tomorrow. But then that's like the same thing every time. So it yeah. never happens. So if you have a dedicated day for when you're connect, connect, make that day easy. If you're the one that prepares dinner, make it a simpler meal have a set routine so the kids are in bed by a certain time and honor that. Even tell the kids if they're struggling, hey, it's time for mommy and daddy to hang out. It's time for you to go to bed. If you're not tired yet, read a book while you like, get tired, whatever. But like, yeah. right now, it's time for you to stay in your room. Yeah. And make sure everything is structured to make that happen. And I love that you say that you leave some room for flexibility. Because as you're talking, I'm just thinking about as women go and they build these businesses or they work through their goals, there's, I don't want to call them hustle seasons, but seasons that you're maybe busier. You're trying to get certain things done that week or that month even. But that doesn't mean that there isn't time. Like you were saying, even with Monopoly Bid being a faster game, you can find 20 minutes. Like You can reprioritize your day for 20 minutes or even five minutes, but 20 minutes, Like you can find it. And it's really just finding that time in your schedule and that it doesn't have to look the same every day. Like you are not gonna be hustling in your business every moment that you have away from the kids and your husband every single day, seven days a week. That's just not, we don't advocate for that here. (laughs) That's not real life. So it's saying, okay, maybe on Tuesdays, that's your really busy working day. Thursday, Friday, you're kind of like, I got the rest of the stuff done earlier this week, and I'm really turned on to family and marriage for Thursdays and Fridays. Those are my days. And I think remembering to look at your week as a whole. It kind of reminds me when my kids were really young, and they would have the days that they weren't eating. And someone told me once, they were like, rather than focusing on what they ate in that meal, focus on what they ate in that week. And I feel like it's the same thing when we think about pouring into ourselves, our relationships, rather than focusing on that one conversation you had on the couch Tuesday night with your husband or the fact that you had some work to do. Think about what am I doing this week? What am I pouring into my family, myself this week? What are some things you said, game nights, watching a show? What is something someone could do today? They're listening to this. They're going to go home. I hear people say these things like, put your hand on your husband's back or things like that. What are some things that they could implement today without changing their schedule at all to just show a little more connection, love, and prioritization? Okay, this is my favorite. This is especially really good when you feel stressed and you just want to feel connected. It's Mm -hmm. just a hug, but not just any hug, not like a drive-by hug. Okay, bye. Have a great day. But hug long enough for your bodies to feel like they have relaxed into each other it's usually around 20 seconds if this isn't something you're used to it could feel really awkward like when is this over but trust in it just trust it and let him know this is what you're doing because he might be like what the hell's going on right why are you still hugging me but just bear with me here try it you'll notice that you're like it's almost like a co-regulating exercise actually You stop in the moment, time stands still, and you guys are just together. You're connected physically, emotionally, and it's game-changing. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so I want to play devil's advocate, though, because I'm thinking of a couple women that I've had conversations with in our community And they're feeling super distant from their partner, right? Fair. So walking up and being like, hey, I want to do like a long hug just might not work for some couples. For someone that's like that things are going okay, that's like perfect. Mm -hmm. Or maybe that person's willing to work with you. If you're feeling like you're kind of alone in this, then what is something that person could do? Yeah. Okay. This is something that might feel stretchy for some of you. And okay, I'll tell you at first and I'll tell you why it's stretchy. Ask them what you can do to support them. Now, this might feel stretchy because if you feel distant, chances are you might feel resentful and that's what's causing that distance, right? And when we feel resentful, the last thing we want to do is give another inch, right? We're like, no, I'm standing firm. You got to come my way before I even do anything else for you because I have done so much, okay? A lot of stuff going on here. When we do things for our partner, that doesn't necessarily translate as I care for you. A lot of times they're not even asking for you to do those things, right? Back to when I said have to versus choose to, that's one of these moments, right? Doing something for your partner is not the same as doing something with your partner. It does not automatically equate to connection. However, if your marriage is incredibly important to you and it's truly a priority to you, Like you say it is, it shouldn't matter what your husband is doing. If you care about it, you're going to do your best. That's what you can control. For you to play the waiting game, that's saying your actions are not aligned with your priorities. Yeah. And what if he's waiting for you? Or what if he's just totally oblivious, like some guys are, and thinks everything is fine. Meanwhile, you're stewing in your head like, oh my gosh, our marriage sucks. I hear that a lot, right? Like guy's like, yeah. I don't get it, we're fine. But if you're not okay with it, take the first step. Take the initiative. You have the power to do that. This is not you waving the white flag. This is you saying, I care deeply about our marriage and I'm gonna do something about it. And you take that first step and have him meet you there. Oh, so good. So hug, or if that doesn't feel good to you, asking, how can I support you? I absolutely love that. Now, for the women that are so excited to get into this program, get on a call with you and have you support them directly, but they aren't sure how to have this conversation with their partner. Maybe it's your four R's of healthy communication. Maybe it's something else that you want to leave with them. But what could they do to help nurture this conversation to say, hey, this is important to me and here's why I want to be a part of this program? The best thing you can do is lead it back to your vision. When we talk about what we desire and we play it full out, this is why, this is the life that I want to build with you, they can get more on board with that than, hey, I don't like that this is happening and I don't like that and da-da-da-da-da, this is when I want to stop. Go back to your vision. What is your vision? Figure out what his vision is. Figure out where you align and speak to that, right? And also bring up those concerns. Let him have that safe space where you are truly there to listen and understand and acknowledge, offer compassion, and talk those things through. Because the best version of your marriage is for both of you to be happy. So what does that look like, right? There are ways for you to communicate what that looks like without shitting all over your marriage, shitting all over your life, because he could feel really proud of what he's accomplished to get to this place. So you don't want to discredit anything that he's done. All you're saying is, I think we can do more. I think that we can be happier. And this is what I want for us. And this is how I'm going to do it. Can you support me? So good. I love that you bring up that they could feel like, why do you need this in addition? Not because they don't want that for you, but because they're wishing that they could provide it in entirety for you. And that kind of goes back to what we were saying before, is it's really no one's responsibility and allowing yourself to just both be multifaceted have human feelings have human emotions and work through that michelle i could talk to you always forever so so good make sure if you want to hear more of this conversation you get in this program to connect with michelle directly but also michelle has an amazing podcast so you release episodes give me the schedule again but marriage and motherhood podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts go and listen to michelle because it's so good Every episode comes out on Tuesday, so definitely catch that if you are wanting to work on your marriage, even if it's good, right? If you want it to get to great or if it doesn't feel so good and you want it to get to great anyway, that is a really great place for you to learn from me, from other resources like Kelsey, she's on there to help you with communication, with being able to feel like you're leading yourself, self-leadership and also partnership. So go check it out. Let me know how you like it and let's connect. And if you wanted to leave these women with just one more tidbit of inspiration to really go after whatever is calling them, what would you say, even if it's not from your professional experience, just your personal? I say, if you want something, it's on your heart for a reason, go get it. Because regret is a painful thing to live with. And I'm sure you've seen those videos where they interview older people. And the one thing that they say is, live life with no regrets right so if you want something don't question whether it's for you because if you wanted it it's there for you so connect with the people that will help you get there kelsey's a wonderful resource to help you do that this program is a wonderful resource to help you do that so give yourself that shot bet on you and go for it thank you so much michelle so true all right we'll talk with you guys soon We absolutely love delivering free value to this community, and I cannot wait for you to see what is up next. Mark your calendars for September 26th because something incredible is coming your way. I'm so thrilled to announce a very special upcoming event designed to empower mompreneurs current or aspiring like you possibly to achieve lasting success. We're going to dive deep into how to build and sustain your business while creating meaningful income alongside your family. The Three P's to Profit Workshop is all about thriving in both business and family life, and you won't want to miss it. Visit the link in the show notes to register now. Did I mention it's free? Go grab that link.